Hello. Welcome to the Working Mother Experience Podcast. I'm the creator and sometimes host, Morgan Craig Broadwith, thankfully supported by an incredible team. A team that's going to help you meet the artists, explore their art, and unpack what it means to work and mother. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Hello. Today we celebrate International Women's Day with three of our past artistic contributors, and they share a little bit about what does it mean to work and mother, where they're from. This year's theme is Break the Bias, and in Canada, it is Women Inspiring Women. And I'm so excited to have some pretty fantastic women inspiring you here today on International Women's Day. Hope you enjoy. Well, good morning and good evening uh, to all our our podcast participants today. Uh, This podcast for Working Mother Experience is in celebration of International Women's Day, which is, is coming up. And um, on this podcast today, really excited. This is the first time we have done a joint podcast from previous participants. And so we have Asha joining us from India. We have Devin joining us from the U.S. And we have Marianne joining us from Canada. Uh, Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you for having us. And we're all at different stages of our day right now. So for some of us, it's early morning and we have small humans uh, around us and we're dealing with jam on faces. And for others, it's later in the evening and we've maybe had our dinner and uh, our family is looking for things to quiet down. So I'm just so grateful uh, to all of you for saying yes. So let's dive right in. I would love to hear from you all, but I'll sort of call on you as we go is what's happened since you last came on the podcast, because all of you have come on the podcast and maybe you can just give us a quick update of anything that happened for you from doing the art, anything that's come up from you, come up for you or any big changes in your life um, that you'd like to share. And if you don't mind just making sure you do a quick intro uh, of yourself so that our listeners know who's speaking. And I'm sure they'll, they'll be able to deduce very quickly who's who as we go through on the podcast. Uh, so Devin, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Oh, wow. So yes, Devin Moody Graham. I am in the Midwest, um, serial entrepreneur, um, raised six kids, gave birth to four. So huge blended family. Um, I, a lot has happened. So literally right after we spoke, I talked a lot about my expansion into the pairs. And so I um, actually had the opportunity to assist with an event in pairs at November, at the end of uh, November of last year, it was honoring Josephine Baker, who was both the first black woman, first entertainer and first uh, non-French born woman to be honored um, Uh, at the Pantheon, which is like the highest honor in France. So that was pretty cool. So I got to be there. I got to be a part of um, a separate ceremony honoring her and her family. Got to meet her, um, some of her children, grandchildren, a lot of grandchildren and uh, nieces and things because if people don't know, she actually adopted 12 um, children from different countries, um, which she called her Rainbow Tribe because her part of her mission was to um, 
really connect the world because she was alive. I mean, of course, we know there's still a lot going on in the world now in terms of racism, but it was definitely different, you know, and more in your face in the 20s, 30s, 40s and during the time that she was traveling. And so um, that was awesome. Uh, in addition to that, um, I was able to, with my fashion line, I actually was able to land a partnership with a, a store in France. So when I go back in June, I'll be putting items there. Oh my gosh, what else? Um, and then I'll be planning my first fashion show during Paris Fashion Week for October 1st oh. of this year. Wow. So it's it's been a lot. It's been awesome um, since then. So a lot of expansion there and then helping a lot of other women um, bring their brands through a global um, fashion and beauty showcase that's going to take place in June. So you've been, you know, just relaxing, I would say, since we last connected. <laughs> Hey, Devin, you do really, I think you do relaxing well. I think so on the last podcast, Devin's like, I had a bubble bath last night at 1130. I'm like, at 1130, <laughs> she goes, you got to find a way to squeeze it in somewhere. Uh, so Devin, thank you. Uh, Marianne, over to you. Sure. Well, I have not done nearly that much <laughs> since last time we spoke. Um, so I'm, I'm Marianne. I have um, a son who's two and a half. His name's Beckham. Um, only one, not six. <laughs> I'm not sure what I would do. <laughs> um, and I'm a project director for a health education company. And so since we, since I was on the podcast, which was like, it seems like forever ago, but it really wasn't. Um, I have actually I felt like reinvigorated with my creative side after I finally took some time to like do a piece of art. But I'm, for people who know me, I'm like very much of a neat freak and art kind of like, you know, painting, it gets everywhere. And with a two-year-old, he's like, oh, please let me help and get paint everywhere. So I started like venturing into digital art for fun and literally just drawing on my iPad and creating digital prints. And I decided to start an Etsy shop. So that's what I've done. I have sold one painting so far to my husband. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I'm not doing it for that. It's more for like my, you know, my creative freedom. Um, and just, it, it's kind of like my bubble bath, right? It gives my mind a chance to just kind of check out and, and do something that, that I enjoy and brings me a bit of energy. So. That's where I'm at. <laughs> what's your What's your Etsy shop called, Marianne? It's called One Creation Abstract. It's very cool. I encourage everyone to check it out. I I was so delighted to receive that text, and that's why you had to be on this podcast because of what <laughs> you've done through that creative expression since we last connected. So thank you, Marianne, for that update. And Asha, last but not least. Yes, thank you. Um, hello everyone. Namaskara. I'm Asha Prasad, uh, speaking from Mysore, Karnataka, India. I'm basically a traditional, Mysore traditional artist, artist actually. So I learned this art quite young and have, uh, since we last spoke, I have taken this art form, uh, teaching it online and I've been busy. Yes. Otherwise I wouldn't, actually this pandemic helped me go online. Otherwise, we in India were not that uh, bent upon taking art online, teaching art online. And especially Mysore art has involved so many intricate details and all. I thought it's not possible to teach online. So this pandemic and since the time we spoke last 
I have been uh, looking into options and taking uh, classes online and have been quite busy with my offline classes also. People have started coming back to my classes, which I conduct at home. So I'm quite happy and quite keeping myself very busy. No kidding. That's (laughs) That's fantastic, Asha. Congratulations on the expansion online. And I think that's, you know, the pandemic has been really challenging for so many reasons, Uh, but there are some silver linings here. And one of them is the ability for us to connect with people that we never thought that we would connect with. And we've become so much more digitally savvy and it's given us a freedom and opportunity. And I, I don't, anyways, perhaps we would have met otherwise, but, you know, I think a large reason working mother experience came to life is through a burst of creative energy. And then the ability to connect with women around the globe to talk about this is so incredible. So uh, all of you have been busy. I, I, uh, I imagine since we last connected and it's delightful to hear all the growth that's happening within you and around you as you continue to expand your creative energy into the, into the universe. So thank you for sharing. So the next question is, and really whoever wants to go first, um, what does it mean to be a working mother where you live? So would love to hear your perspective on this and whoever just wants to just go for it, go for it. Uh, okay, I'll go first. <laughs> so I have been um, born, brought up and even married to a guy in Mysore only. I was, was an arranged marriage. I have two kids. Um the challenge was to live in a joint family and still um, do your thing about your art or take your teaching job or whatever. I think that was the challenging part because in India, as I said earlier, also we have a lot of cooking to do morning, night, even lunch. We have to prepare a lot of dishes. So it was a challenge Um cooking all the fancy dishes for your family for your special dishes for your kids and send them off to school and then get back to your work and before they come finish off all your um, all your jobs whatever your painting work your teaching job everything and be ready to cater to them take them to their hobby classes etc 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 and even take care of your in-laws who are living with you Uh, we are like we we are in a joint family so so it is kind of challenging um yeah i think we have managed pretty well we indian women are quite good at multitasking <laughs> and adjusting and adapting and taking care of everybody in the house and how much just so ash i know in our last podcast we talked about this but for cooking when does it start in the day, I think you said it starts pretty early and then you go until, cause you're, you're sort of doing breakfast, lunch and dinner yes, all in the morning, correct? Yeah. I prepare everything in the morning and keep it off and uh, we just boil what the rasam and thing and we can, we can re- just reheat it in for dinner, whatever is left over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just start my work in the kitchen by 6.30 in the morning and finish off by nine o'clock because I have to send my kid to school 
younger one is going to school so she has to be off by 8:40 her van comes the school van comes so, so before that everything would be ready i just like i'm just thinking I'm, of the smells asha how good the smell how good it would smell oh my gosh like indian cuisine <laughs> is my favorite so i'm just thinking of that like aroma just taking me yeah. away every day so asha hopefully you can come to canada and you can just start cooking here not that i want you to cook in india and Anytime. canada as well but um so uh thank you asha uh devin over to you what does it mean to be a working mother where you live so first of all asha has me feeling very, very subpar because very seldom is breakfast lunch and dinner ready <laughs> How do they get breakfast? So breakfast is easy. I love breakfast. Like I did eggs and toast. My kids are really simple. Eggs, toast, and oatmeal. So we, I'm cool with breakfast. But sometimes that dinner, their school for most lunches besides weekend. But dinner is it's probably like three times a week between volleyball and track practices and all of that. So we're kind of on the go. So I'm, I'm doing better. But I want to step my game up, Asha, because I want to have <laughs> dinner ready like that as well. Um, but for me, I would say it's definitely the norm um, of my like tribe of people. I do have the largest range of age of children because so in the house we have um, we have five. So my oldest is uh, he'll be 17 next month. Uh, youngest is three. She turned three last month. And then my adult daughter through marriage, she's she'll be 25 in March. So that's our age range. But wow. it's always busy. So three, six, nine, twelve, and sixteen is it's a madhouse sometimes. Um, and I really don't know how my mom did it. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. I would be crazy, like straight out of my mind, because even during the early months of the pandemic, I was like, I can't run and go to a meeting. I'm gonna lose it. I'm working with homework all day. I'm gonna lose my mind. I digress. But um, it's it's fast paced. It's really fast paced. Um, all of my children have grown up with me uh, working or in business for the most part, because I started my first business almost 14 years ago. So they're used to mommy in meetings or we're going to this event or we're setting up for this. So they're kind of used to that, um, except for my three year old. She knows about video calls because of the pandemic. So the only thing she knows is, can I say hi? <laughs> you know, because she knows I'm talking to people online. Um, it's definitely starting to get a little bit better in terms of me having more space outside the home now, because that's important. I give it up to the moms who can be, they could be home all like all day and because that's difficult. It's challenging. That's the hardest unpaid job in the world. Okay. That's overtime. Um, and so this has really taught me to, I already had respect for mothers that stay home because of my mom and what she did. And it was just me at the time, but at one time she had seven children in the home. Cause I, I have a big, I come from a huge blended family as well. I'm the youngest of 10, but because of the age difference, it, it was just myself and two brothers were like, one was 10 and then the other one was 16 and 18. They were headed out the house, you know, they were headed off to college. So, um, it's crazy, but it's fun. It is. I enjoy my children seeing what I'm doing because they literally, especially my girls, my girls are uh, three, six and nine. They see no limits in life. My three year old identifies the Eiffel Tower. She actually thinks every radio tower is the Eiffel Tower. She's like, mommy, that's the <laughs> Eiffel Tower. <laughs> um, 
I just love the fact that they get to see me grow into myself and they're seeing enough, they're seeing the ever evolving mom. They're not, they didn't see all the things that it took to get to where I am. You know what I mean? So they automatically have this, we can do anything. Mommy can do anything. Cause mommy didn't used to think she could do anything. So the fact that they get to see that it makes me, it really makes me happy. And so I would say being a, a working mom is definitely a blessing. It's very fun. And my children, my family are they're they're very encouraging, very supportive, even when they don't know they have they have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> they're just like, Yeah, mom, whatever you're doing now. Yeah, you gotta so that, you that gotta love that. You've gotta love supportive no matter what you're up to. From your perspective, uh-huh. are there still views that are perhaps held by some or many within your like in your hometown or across your country that sort of have a different perspective on working mothers, that that's still really not supportive or is it really that's shifting as well to say? It is shifting. Yeah. Nowadays it's becoming like nuclear families are becoming more. So the husband and wife do have to do all the jobs together. And even the men or kids who have gone out, the boys who have gone out of the house they would have learned cooking and everything, managing the house, etc. So I think nowadays it's becoming more of an equal thing, kind of. So I think the new generation is quite good at it, better than what we were. <laughs> See, my husband can't. I agree. He can't. He can't even make a cup of tea, but he'll help around the house. <laughs> but I think nowadays my nephew. Or my cousins, husbands, and all. They know a lot of cooking nowadays. They are quite young and they know cooking. They help with the kitchen work also. So I think uh, newer generation is changing the uh, trend. They are setting a new trend. <laughs> um, and for you, Devin, you agree that similar in terms of just that changing, yeah, I, that shift? Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's so funny, um, growing up with... Um, my mom really being there, I just, I still think she's a super woman because I don't know how she was as involved with so many things that I was doing. Um, I'm thankful for it, but I never aimed to do that. I aimed to be a present mom. That's why I started my own business so that I could have the flexibility. Um, but I think that sometimes I, I hope I hope to help her do things that she didn't get to do because she she puts it she put aside the things that she wanted to do. She was a cosmetologist, um, and my my dad did encourage her to keep her license, but with so much going on and at the time, like right before I was born with so many children, she didn't keep her license. Um, there's one regret that she you know of hers. So anytime anytime I'm doing an event or something, she likes to be there. Um, she's really supportive of my movements, even though she doesn't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> um, so I think me seeing that really close connection to what it was like because my mom grew up in the um, born in the late 40s adulthood, but she was a teen mom, so motherhood since six since the 60s. Um, it really shows that shift of when people thought that, no, you shouldn't have your own dreams. Your dreams are only to raise your family and to tend to your children and to her shift to me. Cause um, I'm the, her 
her only biological daughter. And she was like, no, whatever you want to do, you can do it, whatever that is. You know, she just really instilled that in me. So it's definitely shifted. And I see with me working with, I work with a lot of baby boomers, so to speak, as well, because women who have either for career or family purposes put off business ideas. So that's great to see that as well. So the mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely shifting. Good. Um, and Good. I want my children to see that as well. So I think it, I think what you're saying, Devin, as well, <clears throat> is a beautiful theme connected to this International Women's Day, which is women inspiring women. And so that generation of your mom inspiring you and you inspiring your kids. So thank you. Marianne, what about yourself um, in terms of what does it mean to be a working mother here in Canada? Sure. So the first thing that came to mind when you asked that was, well, it means that I'm tired. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's honestly a lot of the same things that have already been said, right? It's a juggling act in a sense. So you're trying to be the chef, you're trying to, you know, be present for your children, be a good employee, be a good wife or partner, be um, be all of the things basically, you know, be a playmate for your child when they come home, be the chauffeur, the chauffeur when they have to go to, you know, X, Y, Z activities. So um, it's a juggling act. It's tiring, but it's extremely rewarding at the same time. So um, it's really like a big mixed bag of things and emotions. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I, I agree with you and all the points that have been said as well. And I think in Canada, there is too, I would say very similar sentiment that has been shared by both Asha and Devin around, yes, there's more like it, it's, that's more the norm to have dual income earning family. I I'm still in the questioning process of like, how do you actually make that work? So even though it's become more of the norm and we are adjusting to like, you know, our own expectations of having two salaries and what that means. I sometimes do wonder, cause I'm like, you know, thankfully my husband does do a lot of the cooking and he does think about it ahead of me. And cause I'm getting to five o'clock and I was like, I'm going dinner. Okay. And so if I was responsible for dinner, it would be a gong show by the end of that evening, because my children are now hungry by that point. And I've, you know, just trying to balance, as you said, Marianne, that juggling act. So I'm still in the exploration or questioning phase of this in terms of, yes, it's more supportive. Yes, it's supported. Yes, it's more prevalent. Canada's got amazing leave options to support women. You know, we now can take 18 months maternity leave, which is bananas. Uh, it's very long, 18 months. Yeah, that's right, Devin. So, um, you don't make a lot of money, but you can take 18 months. So it's pretty incredible job protected. It does is (laughs) job protected. So, okay. We're, we're coming to the close and I'm just going to go kind of, kind of a rapid fire round. Last question in two sentences, lots of pressure. (laughs) What do you think women can do to inspire other women to share their experience, whether it's through art, like we've done here, or just to share it in any means possible and what it means to be a working mother. So I'll ask it again. What do you think women can do to inspire other women to share their own experience of what it means to be a working mother 
And it can be just, I want to share it verbally or share it creatively through art as you have done. I'm going to start with you, Marianne. I would say just being open and honest. Like, let's just have more conversations. More conversations. Let's yeah. lift each other up instead of tear each other down. Let's be supportive to one another and let's, let's have open conversations. Yeah. Thanks, Marianne. Devin. Um, same. I would say just be your authentic, imperfect self around people so that they can let their guard down. Um, and I also feel that um, we should look at solutions and not we give a safe space event, but also look at solutions to make each other's lives better. Thanks, Devin. Asha? See, when somebody contacts me for uh, to learn art or uh, mm, to place an order, I try to find out. It's usually women who get in touch with me. So at least I'll try to find out what they are doing, how they are doing, why they need to do this work, where they are going to hang this work. So this leads to a very varieties of conversation like, no, Asha, I couldn't do this today because this happened at home. So we just end up chatting with each other, a little bit understanding each other. So we just try to motivate each other right? I usually do that. I'm quite a positive person. I always am positive. Even if a student gets a spoiled work, I'm saying, don't worry. Let's see how to repair it. Let's be positive. Don't worry about it. And my kid has got a fever or something. Let's be positive. It's fine. It's not a big issue. It's just a fever. Don't worry about it. So this chatting up, I think, as uh, Marianne said, this is kind of a positive attitude. It helps a lot. Thank you all so much for sharing your wisdom today and celebrating International Women's Day together. What a treat to have uh, voices from India, from the U.S., from Canada here with us. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And please continue to keep doing what you're doing in inspiring other women. Thank you for tuning in to Working Mother Experience Podcast. That's a wrap, folks.